and welcome to the Tallinn University Student Podcast. I am your host, Sasha Rauhalahti, and, and today I am with... I'm your host, Ying Yang. I'm a student of anthropology. And my name is Diana Mazen, and I study social work. So today's topic is loneliness. I think we've all been feeling a bit lonely in the past year. But uh, in your life, what are some experiences of loneliness that you guys have had? I think for me, uh, I moved out of home two months ago. And being alone and coping and financially being stable and don't have like the support of my family behind me anymore, that's like the one part of loneliness that I have recently encountered. I mean, would you st- say that you still have a good uh, social circle and stuff to sort of uh, guide you through this transitional period in your life? Or I would say yes, but since the pandemic right now, we can't like meet each other that often. So we usually communicate through Messenger or Snapchat or Instagram, but not so much of a face-to-face encounter. Uh, would you say that uh, using these uh, social media platforms is a replacement for human interaction or just a poor imitation? Uh, I would say it's a poor imitation because uh, through like the social media, you don't get like the real emotions behind the people that you're with. Like you don't feel the warmth, that you don't feel the good energy that you would usually when you're with them. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree. I mean, um, personally. I remember when I was around 12 12 years old, moving from Italy to America, um, having grown up with a a circle of friends that I had basically lived my entire life with, uh, being completely uprooted and having to make new friends was very difficult. Um, Having to, uh, it's a skill, I think, making new friends that you kind of need to work on. And when you've had the same group of friends, it's kind of uh, easy to... Um, not do that. So I think it was a, a bit of a lonely time, but uh, I'm glad I went through it because it it definitely made me grow as a person. Uh, having going through this experience of of moving. What about you? So I think um your discussion actually bring up the main focus of our episode. What's the main factor that causes loneliness? Mm-hmm. So on um, one of our team ne- uh, team members, Joe Joe Burgess, actually conducted. A interview with a girl uh, from Nigeria, who is working um, in Tallinn right now, but she used to study in Tech University. So yeah, so we've we've picked out a couple of her of the questions we asked her and uh, the responses she gave uh, that we found uh, interesting. Um, uh, one of them was uh, when asked why are so why are so many people lonely today. She answered that uh, people are very superficial and that it can be very lonely if you have lived your life in front of others who do not know your true self. Uh, how much do you think this idea of a true self is people not knowing your true self leading to loneliness and sort of the superficiality of potential relationships nowadays? Well, in my opinion, if you don't show yourself like the true self, you feel yourself losing yourself. And that kind of makes you feel lonely because you're not used to the new environment. Mm. And if you don't get to live out yourself and you start slowly losing yourself, that means that you feel kind of like... um, How can I put it into words? You're putting on a mask. Yeah, you're putting a mask on. Like you're not living the life you want to live but you're living the life you think people expect of you that in my opinion makes a person lonely Mm -hmm. yeah i mean uh i feel like you could um have a lot of friends but if the none of the friends know you on this deeper level uh when you go home at night you you end up feeling uh, very lonely so it's uh an interesting thing to keep in mind especially people who seem outwardly like they're very friendly they have a lot of friends deep down inside could be very lonely because of the superficiality of these relationships yeah exactly like you need at least one friend that you can be yourself with that you can like load off every personal energy you have you just need to be yourself you even need just one person and it'll be fine 
Yeah, I think that's about establishing the healthy relationship with other people. While I was conducting my interview with John Preston from Reading University, and he kept、um, emphasizing how important it is to to have. Uh, qualified conversations with our real friends instead of some very superficial relationship with only acquaintances.、Uh, another question that was asked was comparing Estonia and this person's home country. So according to her, in her home country, no one has mental health problems. It doesn't exist because in my country we have different ways of dealing with depressions, such as memes or being even being funny. How do you think? Uh, sort of culture and uh, uh, individual countries uh, impact uh, people's feelings of loneliness. Do you think、uh, everyone is getting more and more lonely, or is it something that's only being kind of、um, happening in s- some specific countries? According to my interview with John Preston, and he he pointed out that the cause of loneliness will depends on the individual themselves, and some people I would say that they. Have never been lonely. There will be some, there will be some people like that. But on the other hand, there will be the people who have a lot of, re- a lot of relationships, and even though they are having everything, like could be sufficient to live a good life. So,、um, maybe because they lost a particular person, you know.、Um, so if you live in the past, you will be much more likely to feel lonely because as you go through life. The past become more and more full of emptiness because you will keep losing things from the past, like you lose contacts with with some people or some family members die. Okay, but how how do you think this uh, is uh, impacted by sort of culture or specific countries? I think it's very hard to generalize it、um, by the cultures. Some 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 people come,、uh, like some some people just come from different cultures.、Mm-hmm. Just varies individually. You know, it's different for different people. I imagine some people will be able to feel lonely quite easily because they just feel they are in a deeply need of feeling the human interaction,、hmm. that particularly deep or 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 effective. But for some other people, I imagine they don't need to be surrounded by others. I feel th- this might go with the previous thing we talked about:、uh, people not knowing your true self. That、uh, I think. In different cultures, you have different sort of expectations of how one is to act with people around them, and if、uh, that sort of social expectation doesn't really fit with how you truly want to,、uh, you know, interact with people, that may increase that feeling of loneliness. If you're a very talkative person who loves going out and meeting new people, and you know,、uh, you're a very sociable person. And you are in a culture that tends to be a bit more reserved. This could maybe increase your lone, like your your feelings of loneliness. W- what do you think about this? Well, me being a native Estonian, and I think she was Nigerian, wasn't she? Yes. Um, I think one of the main factors also is I think I believe one of the question was about weather too, like how weather might might. Yes, yes, that's might, the next question. Yeah, yeah, might like affect, but like. Be, I think being her, like she's from Nigeria, and then she came here, where most of the time we have raininess, cloudiness, it's cold. So that also affects people because if you come from a sunny place where it's almost always warm and sunny, and you come here where it's raining, it's cold, clouds everywhere,、mm. yeah, lack of sunshine that it gets you down. It like. You get this depressing feeling, like、yeah. me as a native Estonian. Like we have summer only for three months, and then, literally, the whole nine other months we have darkness、mm-hmm. and cold. So even if I'm native, I'm still not used to it. Like it gets me down, especially when it's、uh, dark and we have like the exam period, and I just have to stay in my room. And there's like no sunshine, no light. It's It it gets you depressed, and that makes you also feel lonely. Yeah, I mean, I am、uh, half Finnish, half French, and I would say I I kind of relate to that. I could kind of see the differences between the more French, I'd say, Mediterranean sort of climate, which is a lot. Although the north can be get quite cold, but at least the south south tends to be a lot more warmer. And sort of the Finnish side of my family,、uh, there's a big difference in sort of talkativeness. So、uh, it's it seems that. Weather might have something to do with、uh, people's inclinations towards,、uh, you know, being sociable and stuff. But 
Yeah, definitely. That might be something to, to look into into the future. The next question she was asked is how did she cope with loneliness? According to her, she uh, read books, listened to music, and found new friends she could talk to. Uh, how were some ways that you coped for loneliness, specifically during the uh, pandemic, but in general would also work? Well, for me, I Skyped a lot of my friends or FaceTimed. It helped a lot to keep in touch with the people you hang out with every day, especially when we had the lockdown and no one was allowed to go outside. So, yes, Skyping, it was like one of my main things. And But also listen to the music because it's such a big part of my life. Mm. How often would you Skype with your friends? Well, there were days when I woke up at like 12 because you had nothing else to do. You couldn't go anywhere. So I just opened up my laptop, Skyped a friend of mine for like four or five hours straight. Even just went to the bathroom. was like, okay, I'm going to mute you for a second. I'm going to go... And yeah, mm -hmm. just went like that. Yeah, because during the pandemic, your interaction with others will be limited to online interactions. And if it's available to you, um, I think establishing the right relationships online is going to be essential. Or, as what John Preston suggested, you can get in a pet. Because if you are with a pet, and it's much more difficult to feel lonely if you get a pet around the house of where you live, because it's like another little person that depends on you. So that dependence could make you make you feel very mature and at, at the same time gives you a kind of friend. So I think um, for a lot of people during the lockdown, they couldn't get any pets at all. But I imagine even for the pets who are not very interactive, like goldenfish, will be very helpful. As soon as you get a pet, it's like you are allowed to be out of around the space and you don't always know where it is and you have to be friendly to it. And it's capable of giving you affection or fine or something like that. So that will be the first thing he will turn to if he was feeling lonely. All right, that's that's an interesting perspective. Um, personally, I was lucky enough to be in a relationship during during. Uh, quarantine which meant that I actually lived with my uh, significant other interestingly enough it seems that the pandemic has been a end to many relationships because while many people seem to struggle with making friends or, or social connections maybe being in the same house with someone all the time may tend to to start creating problems so uh, luckily that did not happen with me but I could imagine how Uh, other people weren't so lucky if they, they live with their uh, significant other or such. Yeah, I think um, it's it's very important um, to find the right person online during the pandemic. Maybe you can start with those people who have some some common interests, like some groups you want to be a member of. So it will be a group who will understand that some people are going to be lonely in the lockdown and therefore they have to be inclusive and interactive. But, you know, it could be very dangerous too because lots of people belong to the online communities which could be really, like, horrible. Um, some communities establishing themselves by hating something else. It might help you not to feel lonely anymore, but, I, but on the other hand, it, it will not be good for you. So I think you need to choose your online friends very carefully Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed to me like a lot of people who were stuck at home during quarantine who were very online uh, may have gone a bit crazy because I think uh, uh, along with everything else that's happening in the world, there seems to be a increase in sort of vitriol and sort of anger that's happening on the internet. So maybe being in these sort of online eco chambers and such can potentially uh, harm your, your psyche in some way or another. So... That's something I would potentially watch out. What do you guys think? Well, it's so and so because I have like um, my best friend actually during the pandemic and the lockdown, she found a website where you can video chat with people all over the world. You just have to write down similar instances that you have and you will like video chat them. And she told me that it was actually pretty good for mm -hmm. her mental health because finding people that 
have the same interests, but you've never met before. It's the first time you've seen each other through uh, internet and talking about random things all over the world. She told me she met a guy who was in Brazil, talked about music and everything like that. Then a girl from... I don't even know where she was from. It was somewhere near Africa. <laughs> but like, for me personally, I would never imagine myself being in a lockdown if we wouldn't have internet mm. or if we wouldn't be able to use social media. That would that for me would be like a through loneliness, like a true loneliness moment. If you're home alone, you don't have television, internet, or anything. Just your books and your pets. Yeah, that that is definitely an, an interesting perspective on the issue. Um, and I remember you mentioned the Nigerian girl also uh, listened to music during the pandemic to deal with the loneliness problem. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, what sort of music do you guys normally listen to during the pandemic to make yourself feel better? I mean, this might be a bit embarrassing, but I very much enjoy listening to very aggressive and upbeat music and you know maybe dancing around a little bit the house you know get some energy going keep the the mood up a bit and you know i usually i i listen to music for its emotion not very not really it's like lyrical content or anything but what do you well, guys think i'm the type of person that you should never give your aux cords in a car <laughs> because i listen to everything from Justin Bieber to K-pop, everything. I am open to everything. I find a little bit of everything that I love in different genres. Recently, I found myself country music that I, that I was, when I was little, I listened to country music and I was like, what are they doing? They mm -hmm. have such different kind of manners in their voices when they sing. But now recently during the lockdown, I started listening to it. And more or less, like, I didn't listen to the sound or how they sang, but I listened to the lyrics. And a lot of them speak to me now. Yeah, I, I would definitely relate. I think a, a very common refrain when people are asked, like, what type of music do you listen to? Is they say anything but country and rap. Well, I already listened to rap music and I used to still say that anything but country. But I also was exposed to uh, some country music through a, a punk musician who made a country album and I really enjoyed the album so it made me sort of want to branch out a bit I wouldn't say I'm a uh, I'm a big fan of country but it's it's always good sort of expanding your horizons and if you're stuck at home with nothing to do I'd say uh, trying to discover new artists new musicians and stuff like that is definitely a way to to keep yourself busy yeah it's like discovering yourself during the lockdown that you you'll find yourself liking things you thought you'd never like what about you, too? Um, all kinds of music. For example, um, some modern rock like Cigarettes Have the Sex. It's mm. a very, yeah, it's a very chill, chill. It's, it's a very chill band. Yeah. For Just, me, yeah. like during the pandemic, I found myself making different kinds of playlists in Spotify. Mm. And after, like, okay, I can't say the pandemic is over now, but like when the rules got easier, uh, just for fun, I checked which playlist I like most often played. And it was actually the sad playlist where I conducted all of the songs that hit the feelings the most. And I like, just like you said, like the lecturer or the teacher said, it's not a good thing to listen to. But for me, somehow it made being alone a bit easier because like, you could kind well, of relate yeah, to I, what they're I saying. Yeah, I related like the lyrics and like the, what the people were saying. So that made myself like it made being alone easier because I knew that there were other people that feel the same way as I do. Is there any specific of these like sad bands that you uh, very uh, much enjoyed? I think one rapper NF I've spoke heard of him, to yeah. my soul because the songs that he sang were like of him becoming a rapper and like him being alone in this situation where he wanted to be a singer or a rapper which also is kind of like me i kind of want to sing but then again i'm a super anxious person and like stepping on a stage for me is like a big no-no so i felt that
This concludes our analysis of the interview of a 26-year-old Nigerian woman. Uh, from this point on, we will be looking into a pre-recorded interview with... John Preston from Brady University, and he's going to talk about loneliness from the philosophical perspective. We hope you enjoy. So, the first question is, what do you think is the definition of the loneliness? Loneliness is feeling that um, you somehow are not in touch with people you would, any, anybody you would want to be close to. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, I mean, I, I imagine that it can take various forms, but but I think that's that. Those are going to be the the essential features. I would say you, it's it's definitely de- definitely. A, I suppose, um, but it can't be eradicated mm-hmm. merely by. Uh, doing things, or you know, filling your life with activities, unless those activities come with the kind of personal contact that you need. So it's a fe- it's a feeling of being alone, isn't it? It's a feeling of being of being alienated, maybe, or um, um, left out. What do you think is the factors cause aloneness? That's much more difficult to say because I imagine that it could be difficult that, that it would be different for different people. Mm-hmm. So, so I imagine that some people would would be would be able to to feel lonely mm-hmm. quite easily because what they would what they would crave would be a kind of human contact that is particularly deep or. Um, effective or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. but other people, I imagine that it. That, um, I mean, I, I think loneliness comes quite difficult to some people um, because they, you know, they don't they don't need to be surrounded by others. They don't they don't they they might they they can like people without wanting to be with people all the time. Mm-hmm. It kind of depends so, on their personalities. And so for them, for them, the cause would be the cause would be would have to be something much more, much more radical, much more, much stronger cause for those kind of people. Mm-hmm. So, so the causes of loneliness will will depend on on the on the individual themselves, I, I think. And some people, I imagine that some people would would say that they, you know, that they have never been lonely. There will be some people like that. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, there will be people who have lots of relationships, and you know everything else that we think of as um, being good in life, and yet will still feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they maybe because they lost a particular person, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe bereavement um, can can cause loneliness, for example. And there the cause is not one that you can do away with. Do you think the people who are always like obsessed with what happened in the past can always feel it it's much easier for them to feel loneliness? I would say so, yes. Mm -hmm. I I would definitely think that that focus focusing if you if you live in the past, you're going to be much more likely to feel lonely Mm -hmm. because because uh, you know, as you go through life, the past becomes more and more full, more and more empty of things that you that you had in the past, as it were. They, you know, they old. You you lose contact with people, and uh, some of your family members die, and some of your friends die, and so if you live in the if you live in the past, you you, you are, I think, quite likely to to become lonely I would say mm-hmm. yeah you mentioned before that it's very rare for you to feel lonely after getting married for me well for me yeah I I I, I, I must admit I really don't feel lonely at all and I, I haven't done for many many years but I mean I definitely had I definitely had that feeling before I got married I don't mean all the time but but 
but before I got married, you know, if I didn't, if I wasn't in a relationship, then if I didn't have a girlfriend, then um, there were some times when I could feel lonely, particularly when, particularly if it was like some big social occasion and uh, I not or could debate or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, there were there were lots of times when I when I felt lonely. I think it was worse when I first came to Reading and I just didn't know anybody there at all. So I didn't have any friends and I didn't, you know, there was nobody to go out with or to have fun with or anything like that, really. So do you think maybe establishing the healthy relationship with others can be the key of um, getting away with with the loneliness? Yes, I think that's that's almost essential. Yeah, I think that you that unless you have the right kinds of relationships with other people it's always possible to be lonely i would say yeah mm-hmm. yeah will you feel lonely if you are like have uh, you have some argues with your friends or your partner yeah. do you have this sort of feeling well um i mean i've had arguments with my friends but never they've never been so bad that i thought i'm now i'm now completely without any friends you know <laughs> <laughs> so, so i i don't think I don't think just arguing with your friends on its own mm-hmm. is going to make you lonely unless you really feel well that's the end of that friendship and mm-hmm. I can't you know I haven't got that friend anymore mm-hmm. which might bring it on really quite a lot I would have thought yeah you know during the pandemic what do you think would be the best way to 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 cope with loneliness for the students sorry what was the first part of that question during the what um during the pandemic what do you think can be oh, the best oh, yeah. way to okay. deal with loneliness? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. So this means this means you can't. I mean, you can't go out and meet people at all. Mm. So so your so your interaction is limited to uh, online kind of interactions. Is that is that right? Would you say? Yeah. Well, I I think that. It's that that if that's all that's available to you, which obviously it is, it is all that's available to some people during this pandemic. Then I think that um, establishing the right kind of relationships online is going to be is going to be essential. I mean, um, um, or getting a pet. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so it's very because with a pet. It's much more difficult to feel lonely when you've got a pet around the house, you know, mm-hmm. or where you live, because they because there's another, you know, another little a little person, as it were, mm-hmm. and they depend on you, and and that dependence makes, you know, m- makes you mature, but also gives you a kind of friend. Mm-hmm. So I I mean I know lots of people in in down will not be not be in a situation where they could even get any kind of pet at all I guess um, but I imagine that even a pet that is not very interactive like I don't know a, like pet like goldfish or something mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> maybe even that would help I don't know um, but as soon as you've got as soon as you've got a pet that has a bit of autonomy that you know you you that is allowed to be out around the space mm-hmm. and you don't always know where it is and you have to you have to be friendly to it and um, it's it's capable of giving you affection or something like that or fun or, or something that you know that would be that would be the first thing I would turn to if I was lonely mm-hmm um but if but if i was confined if i wasn't even able to have a a pet in where i lived then finding the right kind of relationships online and maybe starting those through through community some community of interest something that some some hobby that issue that interests you or some group that you want to be a member of or something like that um and hopefully if you choose the right group hopefully that will be a group who that will understand that 
you know some people are going to be lonely in lockdown and therefore they they have to be inclusive and um um interactive so like find a small community where 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 you can find like you you really belong to you really belong to that place right yeah yeah i mean of course it can that can be really dangerous as well you know because there are people who you know there are lots of people now who belong to online communities which are really horrible <laughs> um, <laughs> because they they you know they they are communities but what but they what they're interested in is i don't know some something horrible or or their communities that that establish themselves by hating something else i mean that might that that might well make you not feel lonely anymore but on the other hand it you know it won't be good for you mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't. So so I think choosing the community, choosing your online friends, as it were, carefully is going to be extremely important. Do you have any recommendations? But I'm way too old. Yeah, I'm way too old to be answering questions like that because <laughs> I don't. I you know I've never had done anything like online dating, mm-hmm. and although I look at things like Twitter and Facebook, I don't really. Interact with people very much across those platforms.、Mm-hmm. Is it because you feel like、uh, you you will not have a chance to meet them in reality? No, that doesn't that doesn't matter so much. It's usually either I don't really have time because <laughs> I've got so much else to do,、yeah. or they the you know so so uh so people I follow on Twitter or. I guess some of them I would quite like to meet. I guess, on the other hand, it's it's not very it's not really important to me that I meet them.、Mm-hmm. If I don't meet anybody on Twitter, you know, outside of that environment, it that won't be a disaster for me because because I already have a home life which has which has you know a lot going on all、mm-hmm. the time.、Mm-hmm. So, so Twitter is just something I look at in the evening when I'm pretending to watch the television. <laughs> so, do you have any recommendations about the music, ah,、uh, to help the to help the students to cope with the loneliness? Various types of music I would, I would recommend that students don't listen to if they're lonely.、Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 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 all sorts of modern movements in music, in pop music and rock music, which. Are very very emotional, but where the emotions are very negative, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because you know, there's kinds of there's kinds of of、uh, music now that that、um, people think of as distinct sounds because they are, for example, depressing,、mm-hmm. or because they have lyrics that are about suicide, or Because they are, they they focus on, you know, sort of、um, uh, really psychotic drugs、uh-huh. or、like、or Satanism、yeah. or something like that. You know, so, dramas, so, so、yeah. there are all sorts of kinds of music that you don't want to you don't want to get obsessed by if you're, especially if you're on your own and not interacting with enough people in real life. It so. Of other kinds of music, which are which can be uplifting and ex- expansive, you know.、Mm-hmm. So, so I think there's lots of kinds of, of pop music and also classical music and stuff like that and jazz, which, which, you know,、um, force people to think,、mm-hmm. or which、uh, give you really good feelings. And which, and which you know, which involve you, which which don't try to, which don't focus on the negative. I'm not sure that I'm, I'm not sure that's very that that doesn't sound like very specific advice. I'm not sure who I what what exactly what kind I would music I would recommend. I'm not sure that music itself can take you out of loneliness. I think that if that from what I remember of being lonely, 
I was always listening to loads of music mm-hmm. because I always do. And I don't, I think that listening to loads of music is quite compatible with being lonely. So I'm not sure that music alone can help. Mm-hmm. So the key is also like um, establishing the, the, the healthy relationship with others, like find a community or try to, yeah. uh, try to be more active online to make friends. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's all sorts of ways of being active online, which are actually very passive, that don't involve you saying any, any, anything about yourself or giving anything of, uh, to anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I would say that, that if, if you're feeling lonely, that it would be important to involve yourself in groups where you can have uh, conversations or discussions in which you feel that you're, you know, it's a genuine exchange of ideas. Cool. Okay, that's it. That's the interview. I will be interviewing Tallinn Healthcare College's lecturer, Siri Masen, about her teaching alone abroad. The first question I would like to ask you is, uh, when was the first time when you went to teach abroad alone? I first went abroad to teach four years ago. Uh, there were only airline tickets and the address where I would live and the school address where to teach. The city I had to go to was unknown. The local transport card was printed with me where I had indicated my place of residence and also my work address. Homework, homework was also done on, on the means of transport, which is closest to these addresses. How did you cope with being alone in a situation like that? The knowledge is that I speak English and I can always ask for help. If I get in trouble, help me to adapt. Some anxiety is natural and you should always be prepared for what to do if the plan you are prepared for is not working. For example, you can never be sure of, of the existence of the internet. It is better if the data is also available in printed form. This could be the mobile phone number of the contact person to call if necessary. I would sit as example a mission abroad to Barcelona at a time when there were demonstrations. The subway was stopped and the internet was turned off. Taxis took part in the strike. Public transport stopped. I got help to find the hotel from the police, but I had to walk several kilometers on foot in a dark and unknown city. But I was helped by a map I had printed out at home, which the policeman also drew. I adapted relatively quickly to the new situation. Teaching in a foreign language can also create uncertainty, proper preparation and thinking that mistakes are human will help here. And if you know you feel you feel you will probably also find an opportunity to explain with the acquired vocabulary. Hands and feet are always helpful. Explanation through metaphors and drawings. Um, As you said, you have been a teacher abroad for four years now. So did the feeling of loneliness get better as time went by or what each each time you went to a different country uh, as difficult or as hard as the first time? Well, 
I do not feel very lonely, but um, really every country and city is different. The political situation at the moment must always be taken into account. Every city always has its own face. For example, there are the largest cities with the highest crime numbers. This causes slightly more anxiety than usual. In this case, I have avoided the, the evening hours to travel by public transport and have chosen a taxi as a means of transport. As a rule, I have moved around with, with the locals, so it's safer. You just said that you don't really feel lonely, but what would you say is the biggest factor that would make you feel lonely? I feel lonely in moments when I'm tired. This is certainly an uneasy situation living in a city where there is a political unrest or is not safe for any other reason. Then I would like to be with my family. When I'm not tired, I somehow think more clearly and uh, don't feel so lonely. I also feel lonely when I have to be away from home for a long time. As a relatively social person, I need people around me to interact with and share my feelings with. But every person needs a degree of uh, loneliness in order to meditate or to rest from everyday worries, I think. Um, you mentioned that you feel alone when you're away from your family, but does keeping in touch with your family via Skype or Messenger make the feeling of loneliness any better, or does it make it worse knowing that you are far away, far away from your family? You know, calling my family has always helped me. Maybe... It's because I'm too used to being family-oriented. I have to make sure that everyone is in good health, that the daily activities and studies of the children are in order. I will help, help to solve any problems that may arise. These are reasonable tensions that have arisen to some extent from my absence. Maybe I'm worrying too much and I am actually doing it. The family works great without me. I think it's more up to me to want to make sure everything is fine. That I haven't added to the tension of being away. I know it is natural that such concerns are two-sided. People at home also worry about how I can cope in foreign country, in a foreign city, and whether I'm, I am both physically and mentally healthy. Um, what would you say is the hardest part about teaching abroad? It is most difficult to teach not in your mother language without the support of someone being alone in environment that is unknown to you in which there is no time and um, opportunity to merge different customs and uh, tradition and local teaching method must be taken into account it is also important that the students mother language is usually not English too. Therefore, as a teacher, it is a great challenge for me to pass on my knowledges and skills as clearly as possible. So, that the time spent together would have a result 
And as a result, I read it when new knowledge is, is acquired in a way that they can understand. Uh, since we talked about... Okay, continue. Um, since we talked about loneliness in the first half of our broadcast, can you explain a little about loneliness through a healthcare worker's point of view? Well, while common definitions of loneliness describe it as a state of solitude or being alone, loneliness is actually a state of mind. Loneliness is uh, defined by researchers as feeling lonely more than once a week. Um, loneliness causes people to feel empty, alone and maybe unwanted. People who are lonely often crave human contact, but their state of mind makes it more difficult to form connections with other people. Loneliness, according to many ex experts, is not necessarily about being alone. Instead, if you feel alone and isolated, then that is how loneliness plays into your state of mind. Loneliness can also be attributed to internal factors, such as low self-esteem. People who lack confidence in themselves often believe that they are unworthy of the attention or regard of other people which can lead to isolation and chronic loneliness. And for the listeners who feel lonely, uh, are there any tips or tricks that you can give to people so they wouldn't feel so alone? Actually, I have some tips to prevent and overcome loneliness. Uh, Loneliness can be overcome. It it's uh, require conscious effort on your part to make a change. In the long run, making a change can make you happier, healthier, and enable you to impact other around you in a positive way. Here are some ways to prevent loneliness. Consider community service or another activi activity the, that you enjoy. This situation presents great opportunities to meet people and cultivate new friendships and social interactions. Expect the best. Lonely people often expect rejections, so Instead, focus on positive thoughts and attitudes in your social relationship. Focus on developing quality relationship. Seek people who share similar attitudes, interests and values with you. Recognize that loneliness is a sign that something needs to change. So thank you very much for coming into our podcast and giving us the interview. I think it was uh, very informational for people out there who might feel lonely. Thank you for invitation. So one thing I was wondering, uh, just to, to finish things off, it seems that there is a upward trend towards people feeling uh, more and more lonely. I wonder if anyone has an opinion why modern society, at least in uh, what people call the West, is getting uh, more and more lonely? In my opinion, people just think that they feel lonely because they do not open themselves up to other people. They don't show the real them. And that's what makes them think that they're lonely because they haven't given all of themselves to others and others don't know how to analyze it or welcome them because they don't know the real person. 
And I also think um, from my perspective, uh, with development of social media, most of people just live in other people's eyes and without conducting any deep conversations with themselves. Yeah, that could be the reason why they feel lonely mm. in these aspects. Uh, in my opinion, maybe it would seem that uh, it is maybe more of a uh, sort of economic issue that uh, people are uh, increasingly living under more harsh circumstances, uh, less uh, leisure time and being forced to spend longer time at work. A lot of these things could lead to maybe a, a breakdown of uh, social relations, which could make people feel more alienated and, and, and more lonely. And I think one reason for sure could be that the, the younger generation is so manipulative. And if one superstar or whatever that you follow on Instagram says that, oh yeah, I'm feeling so lonely, I have these symptoms, then the snowflake generation, <laughs> as they say. The Generation Z. Yes, yeah. uh, they adapt to it. And they're, then they're like, okay, I have kind of the similar symptoms that might mean that I'm lonely as well. Like they have something in common with yeah. the celebrities they like. Mm. Exactly. But could it just be the celebrities trying to appeal to uh, people who are feeling increasingly lonely and not the other way around? Uh, yeah, that's one option too, like to get publicity. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like 50-50. Okay. It, it's like a you pull, I pull. It's, it's complicated as, yes. as most things are, you know? So in today's episode, we covered the factors that might cause loneliness and also the solutions of how to deal with it. We hope uh, our listeners uh, gathered something of importance from this podcast and hope everyone stays strong in these difficult times. We would uh, like to thank again our guests and let's embrace the new normal. We will uh, hope to catch you next time in the next Tallinn University podcast. Stay positive. Stay strong. <laughs>